Cat and Moose podcast. I'm Cat and I'm Moose. This is a true life podcast where we explore the quirks of being human. Okay, so we reached out to our listeners and we said, hey, we want to hear your unpopular opinions. Give it to us and we will share on an upcoming episode. So uh, basically what we're looking for when you say an unpopular opinion would be something, for example, like I don't like the Beatles or I hate putt putt. (laughs) Right. But I guess what I'm saying and what we're saying is that like unpopular opinion in your opinion we would love to hear them so we got some amazing responses and we thought we'd share them with you guys so you said that you don't like weddings can you please expand on that oh my gosh I don't like weddings I don't like going to weddings I don't like getting dressed up for weddings now let me be clear I totally celebrate the celebration of the union between two people I think it's really special like honoring that commitment and even honoring that commitment publicly that's great but first of all I don't like going to big social events where I kind of only sort of know some of the people so that's uncomfortable and then I also think like me and 300 of your other friends are there are you really going to remember that I I was there. Like, is that really important to you? And then when I've seen people planning for weddings, it's like they're carrying around this 400 pound backpack full of stress. Yeah. And it just seems like an unnecessary amount of stress and anxiety and money and all of that to go into something that the next day is going to be a thing of the past. I just, I just don't, I don't get it. I don't get it either. I don't understand why people would spend so much money on it just for pictures. My God, especially in COVID, I've, you can put on on a hat and people have no idea if you washed your hair and people spend 30 to a hundred thousand dollars on a wedding and it's like these people they would prefer eating Popeye's chicken and you're serving them <laughs> ribs and they're they don't want it they do not want it right and and then yeah it, it just seems so unnecessary to me and then it's like the tents and the music and the all the pomp and circumstance just really I, I would love to hear you know who probably has a different opinion than us on this is Becky like I would love to talk to Becky and go why is a wedding really exciting to you like why do you like to go and why do you want to have one I feel like a wedding is I mean, obviously, it's an opportunity to stand up in front of people that you love and, you know, all of this. But it's like we should do the same thing for divorces, I think. I think we should. (laughs) Let's throw a party. (laughs) Have the same party with both with both of the, you know, the two parties that are that have been wed. Let's bring them together and tear them apart and then let's have a two separate parties where your friends are over there. You know, you're, you're bound to have like mutual friends so they can swing over to the other party, but it's, you know, why not? Like that seems worth celebrating. Yeah. That's a brilliant idea. Divorce parties. I think we should start a new trend. The cat and moose divorce parties. Boy, are we going to be popular (laughs) with our family and friends on this one? (laughs) Okay. One of my favorites that got written in from one of our listeners is they said Coca-Cola should bring back the cocaine and cola sold for adults, (laughs) of course. And it just needs a smidge of Coke, like the smallest little happy pick me up during this pandemic, because I think all of us adults could use the help. Yeah, just like a little teaspoon, you know, like a little says the person who has been sober for almost six years, (laughs) (laughs) you know, just a little bit. 
just a little on the key. <laughs> I think, okay, here, this one's good. I think the birthday car parades are lame. It's okay to not have the spotlight on you just because shit has changed for a while. That's really, really good. It's like, hey, things are so weird because of COVID-19. Let's not try to invent lame ways to have birthday parties. I like to jump into the car parades, even if I'm not a part of it. And and I just like turn on the music really loud and honk and people are like, who was that? <laughs> okay, Nina wrote in and said, everybody does not love Raymond. <laughs> I hate sitcoms that play to the stereotypes of dumb husbands, shrill wives, and nosy mother-in-laws. <laughs> I don't like sitcoms either. Like, I really, really don't. I don't. There's like when when Friends was out, when like like Nina said, like, I love Raymond. Like, I, I, I've never really watched sitcoms at all. I used to love the Facts of Life when I was a kid. Yeah. I loved that show. I love Facts of Life. I love the Cosby show, which ugh. I mean, who is not traumatized by the fact that Bill Cosby, who was our second father or in my case he was my only father (laughs) and he had to go and be a horrible person like I'm still in shock over that I'm in shock over that too and there's a part of me that wonders like would it have been better for culture and society if we just didn't know because I mean like we all grew up listening to Bill Cosby I mean I I still have from my parents collection of vinyls I still have a Bill Cosby comedy show that is something that I practically had memorized growing up it's like I just don't want to know you're a bad yeah, guy but that defeats the purpose of these people coming forward well that's true and and I should really take back everything <laughs> I just said but speaking of really disgusting and terrible things I love what this person wrote in this person said I hate the bachelor and the bachelorette I don't even know how these shows exist and I could not agree more they are garbage for television they are playing speaking of playing off stereotypes of like and then you know we were talking about this the other day and you said basically the guy sleeps with all 27 women and then is like which one did I like best and then let me give her a rose yeah I think that's horrible I think that's horrible and it's horrible the other way around you know when the woman sleeps with 27 men and is like let me take my pick it's like that is just not real life and it's not okay and the fact that it is on national TV and that people absolutely love it to the point that there are like blogs and forums and threads and and all kinds of things I think it is absolutely the most distasteful thing in the world and look if you like those shows fantastic because I like uh, Real Housewives. (laughs) Look, I didn't know that I had Bravo on Sling and I shouldn't have found out. Um, (laughs) But I I give myself about an hour of it every two weeks or so. And it is so painful and so horrible. And maybe that's why people watch these like reality shows, because it makes you feel better about yourself. But like these women are like in their 40s and 50s. They make over a million dollars. I was reading like they make 500, I guess each make different, but half a million dollars an episode. And I was like, my God. But anyway, they they're just falling all all over each other drunk. 
I just sounded like I was drunk. <laughs> yeah. And like in, in their, in their problems are like real silly. Like it makes it just, it makes me feel like it, it again, it's just not real life. And maybe that's why people enjoy watching it is like, let me take a break from my real life and let me watch something that seems just preposterous and absolutely obnoxious. But what I worry about is it, is it slowly like desensitizing us to thinking that is what real life should be. And that then bit burnt. It, is it desensitizing us into thinking that's what our life should be like? And so even more so we're thinking our life is terrible because we're not like right. the housewives. Well, I, I don't feel terrible about that at all because they fight about things like you were drunk at my birthday party. I used to always be drunk at people's birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the reason people have birthday parties, isn't it? God, they should have more parties, not parades, and less weddings. Yes, outside of COVID-19. <laughs> okay, this one I really kind of loved, even though I am a fan of Beyonce. This person said, I am not a fan of Beyonce. I, I see that. It's kind of common, honestly. Either people just don't get it or whatever. Um, but look, I'm a I have a ton of respect for her. I don't necessarily always get her music now i will do a dance to who runs the world girls yes and i really like that song all the single ladies all the single ladies all the single ladies all the single ladies yeah that was like 10 years ago <laughs> that was back when the secret came out <laughs> You guys who are just new listeners, Kat just found out about The Secret with Oprah and she came to us and was like, you guys, we can manifest these ideas. And we're like, why aren't you like, I re there's this new book and it's called The Secret. <laughs> <laughs> and it's about the law of attraction. And guess what I saw on Netflix the other day? The movie came out. It's a movie. They've been working on a a movie about like people who embody the law of attraction, the secret. And it looks like it's totally like a lifetime or like a Hallmark movie. And I kind of secretly want to watch it. Oh, speaking of Hallmark, um, I saw this post on Facebook or somewhere that said, um, Hallmark is, um, working to include more LGBTQ relationships in their movies and I just started giggling because I knew what the comments were going to look like. And I was like, this is going to be good. So I started scrolling and, um, you know, there was definitely people saying like, good job for inclusion. But it was hysterical because it, it was just like as if this isn't a free world where we can turn channels on and off. <laughs> right. And right. You don't like what's on my channel. Turn it to another channel. Come on. Are they going to call their cable company and be like, I want all the channels except Hallmark. Right. <laughs> okay. So somebody wrote in and said, I don't think Brad Pitt is handsome or particularly talented. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I wrote back and said, true story, Brad Pitt backed into my car when I was in New Orleans visiting with my family. Did I tell that story on no, an episode? No. So my mom is the biggest Brad Pitt fan, or was. Um, and uh we were in um Biloxi or somewhere Gulf Coast. Um, and I asked my family, I was like, Have you guys ever been to New Orleans? And they hadn't. And I was like, let's get we had flown in. So I said, let's get a rental car and let's drive over because it was not far. 
And we drive over there and I'm literally parallel parking on a side street so that we can walk down to, you know, get beignets and do the whole New Orleans thing. And this huge SUV comes backing out of a garage. And, you know, I just have this little, you know, economy rental car that my family just got out of. And my mom says, oh, that truck, that truck is going to hit our car. And I turn around and sure enough, this SUV is like, it's hauling into what looks like it's going to hit my car. And so I go up to the car and I hit the back of it with my hand and said, stop. Cause I'm like, I am not going to turn this rental car in with a big dent. <laughs> right. And down rolls a window as a security guy comes running towards me. Cause I hit his car and the security guy at the same time says, I'm really sorry, ma'am. I'll handle it. Cause he, he did end up bumping it. It was just like a little bump. And, uh, the guy was like, I'll handle it. Like, please do not touch the car. And I was like, what is that? I was so confused. And I, at the same time, I glanced the front driver's side window rolls down and out is adorable. I disagree with this listener, <laughs> adorable Brad Pitt with his long hair. And he smiles with that adorable thing says, I'm sorry, ma'am. He'll take care of everything. And then he rolls up his window and pulls off. And my mom yells, that was Brad Pitt. And sure enough, <laughs> we hadn't seen it because all of this happened so quickly. There was about three or four photographers behind us that were paparazzi or New Orleans version of paparazzi that were outside of their house. And um, it's when he and Angelina Jolie, maybe they still have it, you know, had a place in New Orleans and um, were helping rebuild after the flood. I mean, the hurricane. That is so cool. I love that you had a close encounter with Brad Pitt. That is so fun. It was fun. Okay, one of the things that got written in that I thought was hilarious and also really sad is this person said, I would rather shovel cold than endure a spa day. Why? <laughs> I know. I saw that. I want to know more. I want to know more too. Like, why? I wrote back and said, is there not one spa treatment you would want? <laughs> <laughs> like not single one, not, not a single thing. Because I mean, like you've taken people to get pedicures. Like I've taken people to get facials. Like spa days are amazing. So I want to know more about that. I love the phrase. I would rather shovel coal. My grandmother Clyde used to use that. I'd rather <laughs> shovel coal than do this. I know that must've been something that was truly a hated task back in that generation you know which obviously coal mines and stuff like that but it's like that that seems to be a very consistent theme of, of people in that age bracket somebody else wrote in and said i actually don't like michael jackson's work beyond jackson 5 this was decided around the time of thriller and i was sure i could never be socially successful because everyone was in love with him. I just kept it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Until now. And now may you be set free. May you be set free. Now that we all know about Wonderland, we all know about all the terrible things. It's kind of like the Bill Cosby thing, you know? It's like your opinion that has been unpopular for decades is now popular. Welcome to the club. Okay, somebody wrote in, and I need Professor Cat for this one. So can you put on your Professor Cat hat? I can. All right. They said that they don't believe in evil, but they believe in ignorance. Okay, wait, what? Yeah, I, I don't, they did, I need more detail, but I thought it was a really interesting idea that maybe evil doesn't exist, but could it be that ignorance is, I almost want to say as bad as evil, but that's not fair. What if, what if the version of bad 
is ignorance. Well, it makes me think if that were true, first and foremost, that every movie about good and evil becomes now completely obsolete. (laughs) It's like all the Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, like even Top Gun. It's like basically that's like saying, what if there were no such thing as bad guys? Like that doesn't even make sense to me. And then even more so, the question is like, it's like, what if evil was not a thing, but rather ignorance was a thing? Is that what it's saying? That it's like instead of evil there is ignorance like is it a is it an either or thing is that how you take the comment i don't know if it's black and white like that but it's interesting to me because i have come to believe that evil is real yes but i've come to believe in a system that is very black and white very dualistic but so my question is had i not been taught that would i believe that evil exists hmm. or would you believe that e- evil exists yeah i feel like that's an impossibility like it's impossible to kind of backpedal my my understandings and and my beliefs of what is true from such an early age now i do definitely agree that ignorance exists but i also think that in some instances ignorance is innocent You know, like my eight-year-old nephew is ignorant about, you know, let's say finances, you know, well, he shouldn't know about finances. It's not time for him to know about finances yet. So I think that ignorance is very innocent. And I don't think that that in any way takes place of or replaces the thought of evil. Like that just seems like a total mind bender to me. Okay, well, let me go there. So what if it is about innocence? Who is to say I mean, I believe Maya Angelou's phrase where she says, when you know better, do better. And I 100% believe in that. Mm -hmm. But to, to go on this person's idea, what if we all are just as innocent? Where did evil come into play for us? Like, take out that we've been taught something or that you've read something. Do you believe in evil? I do. I, I think that I think that it comes from a place of um, ill intent. You know, I think it comes from a place of either being selfish or greedy or or those things. I do think that sometimes people are just bad. Yeah. And speaking of bad. OK, <laughs> let's talk about video games. Like, have you seen modern day video games lately? Like they look like real like movies that you're actually like controlling the figures on the the tv screen do you know what i'm talking about yeah i i I haven't gotten near those i play jackbox tv which is basically like yeah you know yahtzee and crap like yeah well this person said i hate video games and i love that because i do too (laughs) except if i had a real galaga game in my office like i would probably play it every day and like you remember duck hunt like the game that came packaged with the mario brothers when you bought a nintendo when we were all like 10 years old yeah like i love that stuff i mean you gotta love a video game based on hunting that's right okay moose i think you got one more right yeah and this comes from producer sarah We know this, but she does not like bacon, which is fine. Which is preposterous. It's not fine. Sarah, I love you, and I can't understand your non-love for bacon. It's okay, Kat. Not everybody likes bacon. And here's the deal is I have been living as a vegetarian. I am not calling myself one. I have been living. I'm an imposter vegetarian But the one thing I do crave and want sometimes is bacon. And she doesn't like pie, which I'm not a big pie fan. 
I don't think you should put fruit in salads or desserts. No fruit in salads or desserts. So like a red, white, and blue salad, which is like strawberries and blueberries and like feta cheese. Like that's, that does not sound like a good salad to you. No, I don't want. Well, here's the thing. If there's lettuce in it, I don't want fruit in it. Huh. I want vegetables in my salads. Well, I think that makes sense. I'm still kind of stuck on producer Sarah not liking pies. Like pumpkin pie, apple pie, key lime pie. I mean, none of it, producer Sarah? She gave a shrug. Oh. Okay, we still want to hear your unpopular opinions, so feel free to go to our post on Facebook or Instagram. You can call us at 1-866-KATMOO5. Or you can email us, hello at catandmoosepodcast.com. And if you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash catandmoose. Cat with a K. producer Sarah Reed. To find out more, go to catandmoosepodcast.com. Cat and Moose is a BP production.